What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Mama's Den. This is Felicia, of course, you know, with the dramatic uh, dramatics. What's up? Who's up? Who's up in here with me? <laughs> That's Melanie. That's Melanie. That's Melanie. Hey, it's Melanie Fiona. <laughs> That's it? That's all we did? <laughs> what you want? <laughs> they done heard my they voice. They know enough. how many kids we all got. Yeah, they know. <laughs> They've been here before. They've this could here. be their first episode. Get okay, welcome. I'm Melanie Fiona. I'm a mom of two. And um, that's all I got. <laughs> I have two kids, by the way. This is Felicia. I have double that. This is Ashley Chia. And I have four. <laughs> four beautiful she daughters. She the exponent. A village. I'm choking. I'm literally choking. Hold on. <laughs> She said double that. Um, I'm Cody. Cody and Lane Oliver. I got three kids, three boys. By the way, I just want to point out that your initials are CEO and that's really boss. Indeed. Okay. Indeed. Oh, trust me. She knows. <laughs> oh, I know she knows. But the people, I almost didn't people take his go. last name. And then I was like, wait a minute. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> Funny. Otherwise, you'd be Sib. I would be. Yeah. 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 CEO. CEO has a good ring to it. You know my maiden name? Oh yeah, duh. Brooks. Duh. My Google. Whole, my oh, whole and son. The the first oh, and you told us this story. It. I love that though. You told us this story yeah, on one Brooks. of the episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did. Okay, but let's also, get focused. But also, here we are. Okay, we Speaking talked about of last names. We talked about how. Oh, oh good <laughs> we talked about how many kids we have, right? And so they range in age from you know right out the womb to thirteen. So mm-hmm. the youngest one in the building is mine, Melanie, nine months. Aww. And then. That's the, crazy. The oldest Ashley is has, mine. Yeah, thirteen year old. Ashley has the oldest, thirteen. Aww, but at what sh- point sh- do these little little things start? You know, trying to holler at each other because not holler at each other. I mean, holler at each other, what? not what? necessarily each other. But like, I have a, I have two three year olds and a what is he, six year old, yeah. right? Like, I feel like there's going to be a conversation soon about you know has liking. He, has he started like it? He hasn't mentioned that he liked any girls yet. No, he really hasn't. Like he he he, you know, his face will change. Mm-hmm. Actually, the babies the other day, I took them to school. They're three; they'll be four soon. I took them to school. I guess I'm gonna say the little girl's name, but I'm not, you know, not the parents or anything. But it was Langston's reaction when this girl like walks Ooh. by the car. Uh. So he like stops and he blushes and he goes, "That's Janelle." Oh, oh I mean, just God. like that. I was like, "Oh my God!" He's <laughs> never done this before. That is so cute. Oh, that's sweet. Oh, they're going to be like, oh, my God, when they're older. They're very sweet. They're going to be like tag team, like just the cutest little boy twins. And the girls are going to be calling your house. You're going to go crazy. Yes, I will. Yes, I will. So so guys, tell me how to handle that, please. Mm, I don't care. I I don't know. Well, (laughs) he's had a... um, it, well, yeah, she. I don't know. She's a girl. Yeah, I, this She's is, eight. I like, this is this is an interesting age right here. Mm, well, yeah. Well, pause. She has a teenager. Ashley has a teenager, mm-hmm. so that's going to be interesting to yeah, hear too. I can't but, wait to hear that yes. part because I was like, okay, what do you do? Right. But we know yeah. good and well that we're not allowed to talk about the teenager because she'll cuss all of us. She will. Okay, Daria. <laughs> right. Daria. Are you talking about me on your podcast, mom? <laughs> um so peace came to me and was like she just has like casual conversation and it's really cute and she's just like mom when you were my age did you have a crush i'm like yeah (laughs) she's like okay so like what did you do i'm like you just you know have a crush and that's it and I like to and like hold it. space for her to <laughs> allow her to express herself. I don't want her to feel weird about liking boys. 
I remember I had a diary and I wrote like all my crushes' names in there, and my mom read it. It made me feel so. Oh no! You're like red. Um, I was like, saw, that sounds like the beginning of that movie. movie. Have oh. you seen that? Uh, what's it seeing called? Red, seeing red, red, red on Disney. Yeah. Oh no, she yes. did that to you. <laughs> and I remember just being like, I will never do that to my children. <laughs> right. And so. Peace is she's into boys. Mm-hmm. I think she started to get into boys at like seven where she showed interest and all the little girls liked a specific boy. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. So this year, her dad, look, I hope he does not listen to this episode. OK, <laughs> so this year um, during the summer, she was like, Mom, I said a prayer. I'm like, OK, what's the prayer piece? Because peace, like, you know, understands like manifestation and praying and all that stuff. Yeah, ask the universe for what you want. And so she was like. Um, I asked God for us to be in the same class, her and her crush, and that he sits next to me. Oh so the my. first day of school, because they, they don't tell you who's in your class. Yeah. So when you walk up to the gate, you know, it's list everybody. So I saw the name and I'm like, mm. and so she comes back from school and she's like, mom, God answered my prayers, girl. <laughs> I said, peace, what? She said, mom, he's in my class. And he sits next wow. to me. Oh, wow. Tell so, Peace to put a prayer for me. Child, okay. I'm putting in a couple <laughs> prayers. So I told her, I'm like, okay, so now that this is, now that you got your prayers answered, I'm going to teach you how to focus on school. So we just bring it back to that. And now her and the little boy are like really close. Aww. But also, that's so cute. So we did back to school night and I met the dad. Oh. And the dad was like, yeah, so, you know, Peace told me that her grandfather played in the NFL. Why is my child going around like that's like her thing is to tell the boy like yeah you know my grandfather played in the NFL oh, for 12 years so she's, she's saucing like, it up she's saucing it she's like no you gonna talk to me so now they're now they're like really good friends but you know we teach her like you need to focus on what's important so you're there for school we're not there for boys look she running for president girl, girl she's focused <laughs> I'm right she focused on right. she know how to kill all my accolades and we, my family's accolades vote for me and like me as well <laughs> Literally, but I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast before, but he is white. Okay. And Mm. so Peace was like, um, she was very nervous to ask me one day and she was like, mom, um, is, is it okay that I like white boys? And I was like, yeah, of course. I'm like, you can like any race as long as they like respect and love you. Like Mm -hmm. we don't mind, you know? And, but she was just like, whoa, she was like, I was so nervous to ask you that. (gasps) And I was like, why? So I also had to teach, you know, I think that when BLM was happening and George Mm -hmm. Floyd and all that. Yeah, very and sensitive time. We yeah. were in COVID, so I feel like ki- like parents are having these conversations yeah. in front of children, right. whether they're mm-hmm. filtered or not. Mm-hmm. And I think that there was a lot of That's opinion about like you know the Caucasian people that are not nice and not allies yeah. to us. And I think that kind of like got her a little bit confused. And I have mm-hmm. a specific friend that like is very vocal on not liking mm. Caucasian people oh, like that. Wow. And so I've had to tell her multiple times, like, you can't talk like that in front of my children. Yeah. Like, I get it. We, you know, we can say that people are bad people. I'm like, but I don't want them to single out a specific race, especially because she goes to school with yeah. amazing white people, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, we're around white people all the time. I'm like, girl, I got white in me. Mm-hmm. So I had to really like, help her to understand that because I'm like oh you were influenced by I'm pretty sure is this person right. but yeah that's how we break it down to her we it's like it's also interesting that like she must really like him to like feel like this is forbidden fruit and she still likes girl, him girl girl right <laughs> well, she, done she was like I don't Lord. know if my mama's gonna she approve oh my, I don't know 
motherfucker but bring that's you home. <laughs> like a <laughs> whole specific specific prayer too. Like, yeah. can he be in my class? Can he sit next to me? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Her dad is not into it. But I told him, I was like, I feel like as, because obviously I grew up single parent household, right? Yeah. And I wish I had my father around mm-hmm. to help me like really understand the mm-hmm. importance of not focusing on boys. I wasn't really super into boys, like very young. I mean, I thought that they were cute in that, but they were never like my main focus. You yeah. Know? So I tried to explain to her dad, I'm like, have these open conversations with her and just educate her. It doesn't have yeah. to be this like weird, like make her feel weird or make right, her feel bad right. about. I'm like, no, that's natural to like the opposite yeah. sex, like right. or the same sex, whatever it right. is. But yeah. But mm-hmm. how did you feel feel like when she first brought it up? I was just like, oh my God, here we go. Yeah. Like, that's how I felt. I, I don't know if that's yeah. an emotion. But New era. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, it, yeah, it was just like, okay, here we go. But again, we're, I, I like to make her feel safe, that's you know? Good. Of course. And, and just hold space for her little self. But mm-hmm. yeah, I was like, here we go. But when she kept bringing it up, that's when I was like, all right, girl. Get in pocket. Like you, you asking right. about this little boy too, too much, much now. <laughs> no, you're not going over there for a play date. Damn it. <laughs> like, the answer's no. Um, yeah, but it was, it was interesting. It was interesting. That's funny. What's up, 13 year olds? Ashley? Right. Girl, that's not even who I have to worry about. It's really AZ. AZ. So, you know, Nalo is my best friend, but we've always said we were cousins since we were little because like our families are so close, but we're not like blood related. So, I never in my mind thought that Amira would fall in love with Nalo's son. But when I... You mean Zara. I mean, I'm sorry, Zara. Yes, not Amira. Lord. No, (laughs) he is actually... He loves Amira, which is funny. Of course. When I tell you that Zara is in love with CJ, like on a... Like it is a real genuine... She is madly in love with that little boy. Like we like had them introduced as like cousins play blah 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 we never said cousins we just say like that's how we introduce our kids right. like aunties but I never said yeah. like this is your cousin but they're like this auntie Nalo I'm auntie Ashley but I'm talking about like she oh my god like she is so in love with him to the point where it's like girl re- relax <laughs> oh, no. like when we were in Ohio I have to show y'all a video when we're done recording. She, they were, we were like taking their picture. She had her, she was like, CJ, put your arm around me. She oh. put her arm around him. Like, yes. And one time she kissed him. So we were like, uh, and Asiya told on her, she was like, mommy, Azara kissed CJ. And she was like, we were just playing. I said, nah, homie. So I had to have like a whole talk with her. Like you cannot kiss anybody, first of all. And she's always like obsessed with people being married and kissing. Cause oh. I shouldn't have told her like, you know how you say stuff to kids like they remember that forever yeah. right so they were like we were watching some Disney something they're like they're all oh, they're kissing I'm like it doesn't matter they're married and so me and her dad kiss so now she thinks that you have to be married in order to kiss somebody so then she was like oh we were just playing like we were married and I'm like first of all you don't have to be married in order to kiss like it's okay and then you can't be kissing anybody either like you're six so I need to comment on down it sounds very contradictory you don't have to be, married, but you can't be six either you know but I don't I don't I don't know what to do with that Amira had a crush once when she was in karate on this little boy she's gonna kill me one I'm not gonna say his name but she had a little crush on a boy and it was so cute um and then after that like because she's homeschooled, she's not like around a lot of boys, but she went to like this flag football game with her friend. She spent the night over her weekend, over her house this weekend. And she- you let her sleep pause. What? <laughs> you let Amira go on a sleepover? Yeah. So she has two friends here whose houses she can <laughs> spend the night at. 
I love her friend Hannah. Her mom's name is Marquita. I've known her oh, yeah, since we great. moved here. Yeah, they live in a valley, mm-hmm. like kind of close to you. They're amazing. They also homeschool their kid. And they're very like... I just love their family and their family values. Like mm-hmm. they put their kids on punishment too when they misbehave. <laughs> I but love like, that. That matters <laughs> to me. I love it. Don't yeah, no, it does it because does. I want to see like how Boundaries. your parents, yes, Absolutely. their parents are such good parents and they're like, like I, I'll never figure one time Amira was supposed to go over there and she was like, nah girl, they didn't do what they were supposed to do. She can't come this weekend. I was like, hell yeah. yeah yep, like though right. that, when I see that people like have a standard for their children and they don't play, like I feel very safe with my kid being mm-hmm. around them. You know what I mean? For the record with the listeners, <laughs> if you're just tuning in for your first episode of The Mama's Den. Ashley tends to be very, very specific about where she lets her children go and who they can nowhere. go with. Yes. And this is a big deal. This yeah. is why we had to pause for this moment. So if you know, I would just yeah. like to congratulate Woo! you. Thank on, you. On having a circle of friends. Yes. I'm growing. I'm growing. That I'm really growing. You feel safe with Bloomy. your kids. That's amazing. No, yeah. But if you ever see my kids with somebody, you must be like, damn, they must be a real good ass person. Right. Uh, where your mama? Where yeah. your mama at? Yeah. Where? I don't play them games. But no, she went to a flight football game and she came home. She was like, there is this boy there. And like, he kept looking at me and I was like, was he cute? She was like, no. But then she had a picture of him in her phone. I was, uh-huh. she was like, but I did take a oh, picture wow. of him. I was like, let me, I was like, girl, he is cute. Stop playing. She was like, he's all right. So it was just funny to me. But Amira is kind of like very low key and chill. She's not ever going to like show her cards. You know what yeah. I mean? So she's not going to be sweating nobody or she's not going to tell us anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. But AZ boy, she ready to get married right now. And I'm just like, I don't know what she is going to do because that's not that's not my problem. My problem is just teaching him to have self-respect. He's the one that's like, it bothers him. Do you know what I mean? Because that's their babies. I think they're just like imagining their daughters kissing somebody yeah, or doing girl. like, they're just like, hell no. They don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> Zen, Zen yesterday, I don't know, this last week, he's like into girls. And I'm looking at <laughs> just him this like, week. I'm like, it's what like are you three, talking about? Sometimes yeah. it's just like a moment. It's like I'm it just like, turns. What are you even talking about? Look, it's way different from with peace. I'm like, okay, holding space. Zen, I'm like, boy, what you talking about? Because <laughs> he's just so small. <laughs> but they're like, like older so like <laughs> of course he peace is telling me that he likes the babysitter and the babysitter is like freshman in college zen likes the babysitter's sister and she's like <laughs> Not the 18 years sister. old i'm like zen he's like she's fancy mom oh so it no. lets me know i was like oh when he gets older he's gonna go after like women that are like very feminine mm-hmm. like if i have high heels on my, my kids use that makeup. word the other day fancy yeah, yeah. And i was like, like she's what? Fancy. cam uses the same thing oh really? like the other day yeah the other day i put on heels that they were boots and Cameron was just like ooh fancy and I was like just call me fancy <laughs> okay this is but my favorite is when he calls me a princess Oh, yeah like if I put on makeup and I have on jewelry he'll call me yes is he so into it they literally he, 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 he tells me that I look beautiful and it's just the best, the best? Cameron notices me in a different way than even my husband does. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. really interesting it's and it's really nice. It's queen. Yeah, it's yeah. like a queen. He's like, oh wow. Mm. But then I'm also like, do I look that trashy on every other no. day? And I just look like my, I just my kids transformed into see a dress, and they're like, oh, you're a princess. Oh. Is it? But it's it's interesting because it they lets don't you know how they're like. like just men or yeah. boys, like yeah. just male, how their little brains work. Well, well it's I, it's interesting because Cam is like Cam is a really sweet boy, mm-hmm. and he just like like Azara came over they were hanging out one day and Azar was like being really like um aggressive aggressive not aggressive like she was just like 
teasing Cam. And like Cam doesn't mess with, especially with little girls, no matter how old they are. He does not get rough. He doesn't get crazy. Yeah. He's so sweet with them. So Cameron was coming out being like, Azara keeps sticking her tongue out at me. <laughs> and I was like, and then, I think she I liked those. <laughs> and, and then she's coming out going, ha, ha, ha. And Cam's like near tears. And <laughs> Ashley, oh my God. And Ashley's like, Ashley's like, this is what she does when she likes somebody. Yeah. She's like, she doesn't know what to do, but she that means she likes Cam. Yeah, like she's, she's very overwhelmed. She's, she wants his attention, so she's going to do whatever she can <laughs> to get his attention. Because he talks about Cam every day. But it's just so funny to Cam? me, right? I'm like, girl. Because Cameron, he is so, he is really, really sweet. So yeah. when he started school, I wanted to know like what his dynamic would be like in school. Mm. And then he came home and he was definitely like, I'm in love with someone oh and i was like you, mean like, you mean like day one yeah like like no it was like a few weeks in and he was like <laughs> a few weeks. Love. Yeah. and he was like he was like he was like he was like i want to i want to go on a date with her and i was what? like a date but he, i was like what do you think that means and he's like i i just can we can i just go on a date with her and i was like well maybe we can have a play date i'm like you guys i'm like but buddy you're really young right so, you know, he just keeps talking about how he sees this girl Aww. and how like he he feels a certain way. So there was one day and this to me was not even about him and like the kids. This was about me and Jared. So he turns to me and he goes, mom, he said, when I get older, I'm going to marry Haley. And I was like, oh, I was like, boy, what you know about being married? What do you, oh I was like, God. what do you think that means? And he said, mm, to be happy. Oh, and Jared and I just looked at each other like, oh. Okay. All right. We're doing something. All right. We're doing something good for him to to have that idea. But, you know, I told him, I was like, just take your time. But now they're not in the same class, him and this little girl. So they're, they're on, they're in the, the, I said to he, so he came home one day. Now he's in first grade. I was like three days in. He's like, mom, he said, I saw Haley today. And I said, oh yeah, you did? And he said, yeah. I said, well, did you go say hi? He says, no, 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 no. He said, I ran away. I didn't, I didn't, I, I didn't away. say hi. And I was like, why not? And he's like, because. And I was like, you, I was like, you be cool. I was yeah. like, just go over and just be like, hi, Haley. I'm like, you guys aren't in the same class anymore, but you still cool. You could play outside, yeah. and, you know, but he doesn't speak about dating or marrying her anymore. But I think she is the first um, like big crush. Yeah, she's the first expressed interest in somebody. And it was just really interesting to see that side of him. And again, too, like you with peace, I was just so happy that he felt open to just come and express yeah. like, oh. <gasps> she's so beautiful yeah. right so like and, and even when he was watching cartoons when they were in the same class if there was like you know a little flirtation going on between something and the cartoons he'd be like that's how I feel about Haley oh my and I God. crack up the fact that he could identify these things yeah. but Cameron is also an actor let's be clear we call him Cameron DiCaprio <laughs> so he's gonna pour all Cameron the sauce DiCaprio. on to make it that's all extra hilarious. funny and get all the reactions because that's what he loves to do he loves to perform but I thought I was really happy that he felt comfortable to just speak about it like the same way he speaks about yeah. going to yeah. the park mm-hmm. or hanging out with any of his other friends. So, and that's different for me because I don't know about you guys, which I think is really interesting. As a kid, for me, I was interested in boys young, young. Mm-hmm. Really? Like how old? You like I, ha- I had a boy who was in love with me in kindergarten. Wow. And, I, yeah, he, and you loved him back? Same. Like, yes, but like, no. Like yeah. he loved me so much that he had his birthday party and he would not start his birthday party until I showed up. Oh, wow. I'm talking wow. four years old. I got to the, he, I have, my mom still has a love letter that his mother wrote to me 
as a child that because her her son was so in love with me. And so I don't know what it was. And I, and the yeah, craziest part is, I, said, had, I don't know what it was. I had a boyfriend, <laughs> quote unquote, every single year of elementary school. What? Yeah. But doing nothing. Yeah, I know. But like, like doing nothing. Like in, in actuality, I was the last of my friends to have a first kiss, the last of my friends to have sex. Like I was... I was fast in all the fields. Yeah, yeah. Like I was like, oh, I have a boyfriend. Never even holding hands and kissing yeah. at recess. Yeah. None of that. Just knowing that they liked me and yeah. I liked them and that yeah, was enough. Yeah. But that's so, it's so interesting hmm. because I feel like now that I have a daughter, I would be so nervous if I saw that. Like yeah. if she, she was that interested in boys all the time. But like, I felt like I just was social and I was popular. Yeah. So it was like, of course a boy is going to like me. What are you talking about? Of course. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. funny and fine. Like, what are we talking about? Even though I didn't know I was, even though I didn't know I was fine. I was like, hey, trust me. I just thought I was funny. Yeah. But like, it was just a, it's interesting to think about it now as a parent, how younger I, it was just so innocent. Yeah. But now as a parent, I would be like, okay, let me pay attention. Yeah. Let me, let me not let this get too out of hand. Yeah. So I have a question. I would venture out and guess that all of us are completely fine if any of our children like brought home, and I'm not talking about at eight or six or 13, brought home someone who wasn't black. Mm -hmm. But how do you feel, especially in the like at this age about it? And I can sort of start with me too, because this is where the question stems from. I, because again, I would be ultimately fine, right? In the grand scheme of life and like love who you love. But I know that I've always tried to surround them with like black women, mm-hmm. like their kid, like any babysitter that's ever been in my house is a black woman or Latina no. okay. or Latina. But that's even recent. We've only been working with Erica since <laughs> okay, for the last say, two years. Girl, for the last black. two years. No, no, she's not. But well, that's a whole nother conversation. OK, Um, but no, no. But before that, everybody else was okay. period. Period. And part of that was like, these are going to be the people that like influence them. These are going to be mm -hmm. the fate. Like, I remember we might have had like a little Swedish girl come off care.com or something like that. And I just the notion of like, if if that being a caregiver is like their standard of like beauty and love. I was like, nah, we're going to bring some brown women up in admiration. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And and then, of course, with school and even like being in private school and there being more non-black people, like Mm -hmm. it's something that that I want to just make sure I can surround them with black women so that it's never we look back and I did not expose them. Yeah, it's just me and and aunties and nobody else. Mm -hmm. So I'm just curious how y'all feel about it. Mm -hmm. And more so, too, for your for your boys that they always have a positive experience with black women. So, you yes. know, if they date outside the race, yes. it would never be an association with yep. a disdain for black women. Yes. Yeah. Because that's really the only thing that matters to me. Yes. I agree with yes. you. That's actually. the only thing that matters that's to me. That's fair. I yeah, think yeah. for me, my mom, because my mom is multiracial, she said to us, like, I would prefer for you to date black men, but I don't care who you date. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to accept whoever you date. Right. And she, my mom has always been so loving and open in all areas of my life. Yeah. I never felt pressure in any kind of way to do anything other than what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it was more my dad, actually. He was like, you don't like black men? Because my boyfriend before my husband was really light. He was still oh. black, but he was very I light. I didn't know that. Yeah, girl. He was almost translucent. No, I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Not, I'm just not a jellyfish. I'm being shady. <laughs> he was a jellyfish. <laughs> and he had red hair, so it just made it worse. It was like a double whammy. Um, no, not he was, red hair. Yeah, girl. He's a little redhead stepchild. But he was, I mean, he's <laughs> black he's a black man he just you know them genetics be geneticing mm-hmm. um 
but my dad, when I was pregnant by Chia, he was like, you just don't like black men, huh? And I'm oh. like, that is crazy for you to say because that's not true. And secondly, my dad came from the South and it's just his experience, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for me, because my children are multicultural, like that would be absolutely insane for me to have a preference for them. <laughs> like, oh, you have to date black men and their daddy's not black. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I no, just feel I like I want them to love themselves and appreciate their blackness in yeah. every way. Yeah. Yeah. And so as long as I feel like they have pride in yeah. having a black mother and their black uncle, they're only around black men, though. That's the thing. So mm-hmm. Amira's first crush was on LeBron James, girl. <laughs> LeBron and she tried to go on black she told me when she got older she's gonna find her husband on blackpeoplemeet.com oh wow oh Girl, yeah I remember you yes me. she was oh very she's like am I black can I go on blackpeoplemeet.com to find a husband I was like yes but now she's really she's really into her Asian side right now I think currently she's like just deep into the anime Korean shows and being Cambodian-ness and I'm okay with that I because I know that she loves her blackness yeah, yeah. I think that that is just a journey for anyone that's biracial yeah. they're gonna ebb and flow through how they identify what what they relate to mm-hmm. I don't care if my daughters date black men women I have released control right, of right, their right. entire life yeah like that's really for, yes because mm. they don't belong to me and mm-hmm. I feel like that is a part of the problem with people with their children they have because you have an idea of what you want your child's life to be mm-hmm. and my brother is gay like I don't care and I know that there's a possibility I have four girls one of them might end up liking girls and I just really don't give a shit I yeah. want my daughters to be good people I want them to have partners who love them mm-hmm. who respect them and I literally say this prayer every single night I really be like dear God please let my daughters marry someone who loves them respects them they feel honored Girl. like I have a very specific prayer for my girls mm-hmm. every single night yeah and that's all I care about because I feel like it doesn't matter what I envision their life to be they're going to grow up and be their own person mm-hmm. and if I don't release that I'm never going to be able to appreciate them and love them yeah, for who they are mm-hmm. do you know what I mean yeah and so me and Chia always talk about that like if we tell them like just make sure you find someone who loves you and respects you girl I really don't care beyond that the babies are gonna be big one I don't day. really care either for me it's just like it's all about someone's character. Yeah. It's like, and if it is a question of, of them being black or not, if they're not black, do they honor the blackness yeah. of my children? And, and again, I didn't mean like when they get married. I just mean like at six, seven, eight, is it kind of like, oh. Well, you but, know what? I'll be honest. Like if I go back to all my little boyfriends that I had when I was a kid, in my like young child self, none of them were black. Yeah. Mm. They were Italian. They were Spanish. Mm. Yeah. They oh, were poppy. They, they, yeah. We had a poppy. <laughs> Uh, we had a few poppies. Not a poppy. Um, yes, but, but in elementary but at, school. But, but my preference when dating really became a thing yeah. was black, black men. men. That's yeah. just that's yeah. where Cause then because what's not to love. Nope. But I but I really <laughs> I really do. I really it doesn't really matter to me. But Cody, you brought this up and I think about it and even you because you have a son as well. And the idea of having black sons in this world. Yeah. And how that can be a challenge mm. when they date outside of their race yeah. in a public, yeah. in a social True space. That. It's, you know, it's an interesting thing to mm. to consider. Right. right. You know, um, there's a lot that ooh, that's different it. as moms to sons yes. and then bringing home a woman who isn't black. Like that's a completely. I don't have to worry about that. Like yes, that's like, different. Like all of it. Like, yeah. you know, we've heard stories where 
you know, yeah. there's a young black boy with a white girl and the police see a situation mm-hmm. and they think something yeah. is, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it's mm-hmm. things Scary. that are happening. So I just, I think about those things in, yeah. in truth. In truth, I don't have the same concerns for my daughter, mm-hmm. but Ooh, for my okay. son, I do think differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have heard many stories of moms who have black sons who go to predominantly white schools and what that um does in at the teenage age and how that can be a point of interest yeah no totally you know this is is probably where it all comes from for me yeah you know i get it send them to different but that's a whole you know that's a whole other top that's a whole other podcast subject on itself and it's not just for me it's like i said it started early with like caregivers right if somebody's if i'm gonna have somebody in my house every day then i want it to be a black woman Mm -hmm. right yeah Yeah. and with with them going to predominantly white schools like jack and jill's gonna be a thing as soon as i decide to join but like Jack and Jill's. Oh, Jack and Jill Something is... Something for bougie black people. I knew that Ashley was going to go there. Um, it yeah, is. There's a well, lot of feelings me. about Jack and Jill, depending on where you grew up, because every every city has a chapter, every region, you know. I grew up in Texas. I love Jack and Jill. I went to predominantly white schools, and I was in Jack and Jill. That was the only time I saw black people. So I was like, yay, this is wonderful. What is Jack and Jill? It is technically a mother's organization where the mothers meet and come up with activities for... that. This is my as a kid explanation right now I'm a mom, but I'm not in it yet. Um, but they, you know, come up with activities that are, you know, social educational, you know, during black history month, making sure that the kids have time to bond together and making sure they're going to museums and like understanding culture. Oh. Um, and there's a teen conference as well, which is as much fun as it is, uh, trying to teach, um, what is, what is, um, court procedure, not court procedure, but, um, I don't know, trying to teach like organizational structure for meetings and stuff like that. I was a regional, like I was an officer in Jack and Jill as a teenager. Come on, officer. Um, okay, no uh, no shade. Maybe um, I should put a mirror in Jack and Jill. I, I'm a big Jack and Jill advocate, but I do recognize it's different from city to city. Yeah. And so I went to college oh. and learned that some people were like, oh, Jack and Jill's so bougie and stank. And I was like, that was oh. not my experience at all. Yeah. But my point is, I was very grateful to have, to see black people regularly as a result of Jack and Jill, not just my family, of course, but school was all white people all the time. Yeah. And so for me, it's like, what things can I do to sort of enrich their lives and make sure that they're like being, that they're around people who look like them all the time. Right. Well, they're going to date white girls, y'all. If you send your black sons to all white schools, they're going to date white girls. It's just the reality. Yeah. But (laughs) case in point with Chia, he went to all white school. There were no Asian girls. He only dated white girls. Yeah. So he went to college and he dated Asian girls, biracial girls, all the girls. Because he was like, ooh, it's all the girls. All the girls. <laughs> and then he married a black girl. Oh, it's all the so, girls. So, you know, <laughs> that that could happen with them too, you know. But I, yes. it's a reality that yes. y'all, if y'all keep sending your kids to the schools they're going to, they're definitely going to have white girlfriends. So let that go with God. I'm not, I, again, I'm not saying it's, it's not. happening. Yeah, it's just, it's, just, it's just a thought. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, how will I respond in that moment? And what yeah. kind of questions am I asking myself and asking them at that time? Well, don't ask them no questions you just you just gotta be like ah get yeah, to know yeah, her you I know agree. what I mean don't yeah, make it so a you thing don't influence a little, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah I feel like you're doing something wrong yeah basically hmm. but yeah I mean outside of all of it it's just it's crazy to think about these kids being mm-hmm. with people girl, girl. right outside of us outside of us so weird and I don't know do you guys have any feelings about how you want to be as a mama because I know I'm gonna be a hard ass mama like Like a mother-in-law oh no like when whoever he brings home whoever they bring home I'm you know me I'm nice yeah and I'm not gonna be mean 
but it's going to definitely give don't play around with me mm. like definitely i'm looking i'm so looking forward to being that person really? like because i'm warm and i'm kind huh. but i'm also going to be like i'm not the mama that you think you're just going to be like over here like oh i'm just going to spend the night no you're not you're going home yeah, oh no. Oh, yeah no, that no, part no. that part yeah. you know what i mean sure. like I, like the whoever yeah, no. my children bring home are going to know that there is a boundary amongst respect of what goes down in my house versus Mm -hmm. what goes down in your house. And if anything is going down in your house that I don't approve, he will, he and she will not be going to your house. Mm -hmm. And so like, I want whoever my children come home with to understand and respect the values, like you said, which that we have. Totally agree. And, you know, and then my son and my daughter feel comfortable enough to say, oh no, we don't do that. We don't get down like that. Yeah. Whatever it is. So that I think is like the most important thing that I think about instilling and to like, I don't know. I have PTSD because as a kid, I was not an open book with my family. I wasn't mm-hmm. allowed to be. Mm-hmm. So I had to lie so much. Yeah. And I feel like with my daughter, that is like the number one thing that I'm going to be focused on as she gets older is this level of trust yeah. and transparency. Mm-hmm. And like, you're not going to get in trouble for being honest with me, especially in this world with all the access of the internet and yeah. ways to connect yeah. and all these things. It's just like, I just want my daughter to feel like she can come to me and mm-hmm. talk to me yeah. just as casually about, you know, her feelings or her interests or people that she might be interested in the same way she could come to me and be like, mom, I love this show or yeah. I want to take yeah. dance lessons yeah. or whatever yeah. it might be, you know, like that to me is the priority when it comes to how I feel about my children and who they choose to be with. I just want to be involved in that process yeah. so that they don't feel like they have to navigate that alone. Um, and stump, you know, I mean, of course, stumble and make, your own decisions and learn along mm-hmm. the way but I want them to know that it's a safe space mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, for them yeah. to feel like they're whatever they choose we're supportive yeah oh, for sure well, this was definitely helpful because <laughs> I like we're not there yet exactly but I know it's coming except yeah Jeanette. except Langston right <laughs> well I'm closer Child. than all of y'all so say a prayer because I'm definitely going to be on that uh, bad boy energy opening answering the door with a gun in my hand like oh lord who you talking to? <laughs> I definitely am not ready. If I had girls, I would too. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, thank y'all. That was helpful for me. Hey. Hope it was helpful for somebody for else. For somebody out there. <laughs> Bye. Bye.